0: Are you a CrossFit coach or maybe a box owner looking to learn more about nutrition? You want to help support the athletes that come to your box, maybe you have some one-on-one clients. And we all know nutrition is the foundation. We all talk about the theoretical hierarchy of the development of an athlete. And nutrition is at the base. It's like building a house. You can't build the attic first. You can't worry about performance and sport without working on the foundation, and that's what nutrition is. So maybe you're a coach, maybe you're a box owner, maybe you're just an athlete looking to potentially earn a little more income, develop a new income stream as a nutrition coach. Well, you could check out the Own Your Eating Certificate course. We review fundamental nutrition principles, as well as teaching you how to implement flexible eating, that's macro counting, and assist others with their tracking of macros. The cool thing about it is, You're going to learn so much for yourself, even if you didn't want to coach anyone else, but you simply wanted to learn more about tracking macros, you will get so much out of this course. It'll be the last thing you ever have to read, study, purchase, because you're going to get so much information, as well as sharing nutrition experience with you. Own Your Eating will also teach you how to coach others so that you can really make a difference with the people in your community and your lives. Maybe you need to finally get your mom to track macros. Maybe it's your best friend. Maybe you, you put on the quarantine 15 and you're looking to just lose a few LBs, a few pounds yourself. This will teach you all of that. And the cool thing about macros, the cool thing about the way in which we at Own Your Eating teach you is it's really sustainable. The business setup and marketing strategies are also included. So if you do really wanna make this a side deal or a side hustle, you'll you'll have all the tools you'll ever need to do. And in addition to that, if you're a level three CrossFit coach, you can earn CEUs to help you revalidate. And we also give CEUs for NASM as well as AFA. So you can check that out for me every few years. I need to re-up my L4, you know, no big deal, L4 coach, but this will help you do it. So If you're interested in learning more about the Own Your Eating Certificate course, you can go to courses.ownyoureating.com, or if you just go to ownyoureating.com, right up in the header there, it says become a coach. You can click on that. And with the code BESTHOUR, that's B-E-S-T-H-O-U-R, BESTHOUR, you'll get 15% off. Go check it out now. I was the one, along with Ross, who helped put this all together. So... I really understand that if you have questions for me about it, of course, you can reach out. But I really believe in it. I've put hundreds of people through this course. It's the way I learned how to track macros. It's the way I've been tracking macros for over five years. And I think you will absolutely love it. So go check it out again, courses.ownyoureating.com and use that code BESTHOUR for 15% off. What's going on everybody, it's Jason Ackerman here, bringing you a little Labor Day rant. And I just wanted to talk about the recent post that we put up on the Best Hour Instagram. If you don't currently follow that, go check it out, at Best Hour of Their Day. And it was all me, you know, I don't speak for Fern. Fern doesn't speak for me, but we often agree with one another. And I was just putting up a post based on a few questions, comments that we get pretty often about people that want to do competitor programming at the box. And like many things, when it's a touchy subject for some, and a lot of people have opinions on it, you know, we got got some feedback and most of it was good. And some of it was, I wouldn't even say bad. I would just say, you're entitled to your opinion. But here's what I can tell you. I've owned three affiliates. Ferns own many affiliates. And the point of it was this. There are gonna be people at your box, at your gym, at your affiliate that want to do something special. They think they are butterflies and unicorns and they are so cool and they're God's gift to CrossFit. And whenever I say the word competitor, I throw up those air quotes because 99.9% of people who think they're competitors are not. And of course, hey, let me make this clear. You can go to any local competition. Everyone does the open. I suppose at some level, yes, you're a competitor. What I'm referring to are the people that truly are delusional and think they have a chance of going to the CrossFit Games. And of course, the CrossFit Games is very different this year. It's taking on a whole different look and feel. I'm heading uh, out to judge. I'm excited about that. I'm excited to find out more about what's gonna happen, who I'm gonna judge, where I'm gonna judge, etc. I'm really excited about the games. I'm glad to see CrossFit pivoting. I think that the Rogue Invitational showed them hey this can be done. And no doubt Dave Castro, the new CEO, Eric Rosa, Boz, Chuck, all those guys have put a lot of thought, and a lot of hours and a lot of hard work into it. And it's gonna be great. So definitely check that out. Definitely take some pictures of me judging if you see me. I'll be the little guy wearing a mask. Fern will be the long haired hippie without a mask on. But, you know, those people that are competing in the games, the 30 men, the 30 women, those are competitors. And and back in the day we had this thing called regionals. Who knows if it's going to come back or not? And there was this desire for people to make it there. It was really a big deal. It was a milestone for people to come in the top 60 or the top 40, depending on how many they were taking that year. And for many boxes, mine included, those competitors caused a great divide. And and I say competitors in quotes because it's like, okay, even if you do make regionals, many of them, their goal was, I just want to make it. And that's cool. It's, it's, it's really commendable. It's a great achievement. I'm not taking, hey, if you made regionals, if you came in 40th place at regionals, you're a really fit fucking dude or girl. I'm not taking that away from you. And I think that's cool. you You deserve the right, and you probably need your own programming. You probably need you know a little bit more than what happens in class. So when I say competitors in quotes, I'm talking about the people that have no business even trying to do that. and and you can lump them into many categories. You have the absolutely insane people that you know don't even do well in your typical wad, but then want to do more. And it's like, hey, dummy, Slow down, work on your movements, work on your mobility, work on your recovery, uh, grab some PVC, and that's all you get to touch for the next three months. And then you have the group of people that are probably your top one, two, three athletes at the box that want to do more but still aren't great. They may do the local competitions and and it's okay. if you're doing them for fun and that's all you want to do, more power to you. You know now that we're out here in you know Colorado, maybe I'll do a few more competitions. Ross did a few back in Florida, it's all good. There's nothing wrong with competing for the fun of it. I'm talking about the people that are at your box. They're not benefiting your community because they're doing their own shit in the corner. They're disruptive. And the challenge is your members look up to them. Your members see them and they're probably fitter than your average member. They can do muscle ups. They can snatch significant weight, right? They they win the conditioning pieces. And, and your problem is, Your typical members look up to them and say, Well, if they're doing that and they're that fit, I should probably be doing that as well. And I can tell you for me at Albany CrossFit, it caused a great divide because so many people started doing it. It was diluting what was happening at class. So classes were getting smaller, they were getting in the way, they were taking up equipment, they were taking up floor space. And then, you know, to to top it all off, a lot of times those people. You know, if they're not coming to class, all of a sudden they start to think to themselves, well, hey, maybe I shouldn't be paying a full membership. And and, and it just is not worth the headache. You know, and, and a couple of people on the post threw out there, hey, you should be able to train grandma and competitors. Sure. In theory, that's nice. But you'll see Fern was primarily responding to the comments. And I think his point was really valid in You can do that, but then who are you really appealing to? You know, as business owners, one thing I've tried to really wrap my head around it and the people that Fern and I work with and mentor on the affiliate level, we really try to get them to understand, hey, we need to have a market. That market may be 65 plus, that market may be stay at home moms, that market may be college kids, but you need to figure out who your main appeal is. Because if you try to appeal to everyone, you're going to appeal to no one. Within CrossFit, there's rarely black and white. There's there's always a whole shitload of gray. And, you know, again, I'm not saying you can't have both. I'm not saying the competitors have no room to train at your box. But I'm saying be smart about it. So a couple things that I think work really well is, A, you don't get to do your own shit during class time right? Unless you have a ginormous box, unless you have a little annex over in the corner, a separate room an outside area, you don't get to snatch and drop weight. You don't get to hang from rings and do muscle ups while I'm running class. It's disruptive. You're loud. Your members are going to be distracted. You may be trying to give your whiteboard brief and your members are being distracted by those knuckleheads dropping weight. It's like when people are doing sprints on the assault bike and you're trying to give your whiteboard brief, and no one can hear you. So first and foremost, no, you don't get to do it during class. Maybe you're, you know, less crowded classes, you're 3 p.m., you're 7 p.m. You can do some stuff. But I would also say part B of that is you have to take classes. You know, I think this is what gets overlooked a lot. Even if you're a competitor, you know, with the exception of probably the 30 people that make the games, the Matt Frazier's, the Tia Claire Toomey's, you know, all of those people, they probably need everything pretty well-programmed, but I would challenge you to go look at their you know, social media. They often just throw Metcons together. Rich Froning was known for that. You know, I worked out with Rich Froning a handful of times when I'd work seminars in, at CrossFit Mayhem in Cookville, Tennessee, and he'd literally stroll in, throw some movements on the board, slap some numbers on there, put a little time domain component and be like, let's go. And I would tell you that for... Even the highest level of competitors, conditioning is conditioning. You know, they need to work on their weaknesses, whether it's handstand push-ups, a strength of a specific lift, or, you know, any anything else that's really specific to them. But conditioning, you know, it's really all about getting that intensity for them and, and understanding really what time domain and what pathway they need to be in. So that's what I would tell you. Your competitors need to do class. And, and that's going to really level up everybody. If, if they are that good, your members are going to see them. It's going to give them something to strive for. If your competitors are that good, it's going to motivate them to beat everybody else. And and what you can do is, is slap some challenges. You know, Fern and I have spoken about it on previous episodes. But let's let's say, for example, you know, we, we often use this. Let's use it again. You're doing Fram. Fram. Fran's a short workout. You know, the best of the best should be three minutes or less. If you don't have a sub three minute Fran, you're not elite. So, and I have a sub minute Fran, so I'm 100% certified elite. But maybe you say, okay, we're doing Fran today, guys. Here's what I want. You know, Johnny competitor, you're gonna wait till the two minute mark on the clock, and then you are gonna try to be the fastest one done, right? And then point out somebody that you think can be done around four thirty five minutes. And be like, you got to beat that guy right? Give them that challenge. And also give them other little challenges that happen in a workout. If your workout has, you know, rounds of seven muscle-ups, challenge them to go unbroken on those muscle-ups and still push the pace on everything else. Give them those little milestones, but you can have them start behind. You can have them go even a little bit heavier. Say it's a 20 minute, let's say it's Cindy, 20 minute AMRAP of five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 air squats. Maybe say, hey, Wear a vest and still try to hit 20 plus rounds. Give them that, you know, dangle that proverbial carrot in front of their face. But that was the point of the post. It wasn't to say you can't do both. Although, like we said, I think it's challenging. It's really to call out people that think they're competitors and they're not. And that's on you as a box owner. It's on you as a coach. You don't have to be an asshole. I come off as really, I I guess as an asshole, oftentimes when discussing this, because I'm very opinionated, by it i've been burned by it and also i don't want to see these people be dumb i see so many people with injuries that are avoidable had they not done too much too soon there's there's a shortcut to fitness for sure and that's volume that's intensity you know that's just doing too much but that shortcut will lead to your demise and i've seen it happen to a lot of people you know at 42 years old i think the only reason i've stayed healthy and fit is because i've never fallen into that trap i never really cared about competition you know nor did i have the time i was always working at regionals and working at the games not that i would have competed at the games but the point is i've always just really done true crossfit and that's one workout a day and that's why i stand by it and i stand so strongly by it because i think it can really change your life and and you know prolong health and and help you do this for the long haul because you know you may be 20 you may be 30 and you're very short sighted in my 40s now I'm starting to see okay I want to be able to play with my kids when they're you know teenagers and then ultimately my grandkids one day and I think for people that do too much too soon they're risking injury unnecessarily so that's what this post was all about Hit me up with your feedback. You can shoot us a DM at best hour of their day. You can shoot us an email, best hour of their day at gmail.com. If you're really angry, you can shoot it to me personally on Instagram, Jason Ackerman. But I'm anxious to hear from you. Again, I'm glad you listened. In CrossFit, there's not often black and white. There's a lot of gray. I'm not claiming I'm right. I'm not claiming I know everything. I've been around a long time. I've been in this game a long time. I've learned a lot. I've seen a lot. I probably have more experience than you if you're listening. That doesn't make me perfect. That doesn't make me smarter than you. It just has given me a little more time under tension. And when we present this stuff to you, we're presenting it to you with the purpose of helping you, of making you a better coach, making you a better athlete, making you a better member, making you a better affiliate owner. So if you've taken it the wrong way, I apologize, but that's on you. That's not what this is about. So hope you enjoyed this little rant from me. If you're listening to this on Labor Day, hope you're enjoying your day off or whatever you got going on in your life. You know, I'm 42 years old. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't give a shit about any of that. I wish nothing but peace, love, health to all of you. Thanks again for listening to Best Hour of Their Day. If you haven't already, do us a favor, head over to the Apple Podcast app and leave us a review. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback for either Fern or myself, hit us up besthouroftheirday at gmail.com or send us a DM over on Instagram at day. Once again, we couldn't do this without the amazing community and you are a part of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting Best Hour of Their Day.